Hey, I'm Nick. And this is Paolo. Welcome to the Malone Bros Podcast. This week, we're talking about Demon Slayer, Blade of Demon Destruction. We're going to talk about our likes, dislikes, and our expectation for the future season to come. So, this anime starts off with a big bang right away. Uh, the main character's family is slaughtered by a demon, only his sister surviving, who has also been transformed into a demon, which really creates some interesting plot dynamics and character relationships that end up happening because of that, because she's like a non-hostile demon, which are supposed to be the antagonist of the show. Yeah, the way it opens up, it it really pulls you into the plot, and you want to continue watching, right? You want to keep watching the next episode, the next episode. Um, especially right from the get-go, when it, they open with such a dramatic scene, right? It's very, very exciting, I have to say. Um, it, I mean, there's just like a real, a kind of like a short lull in the beginning where you're calm, you're like, oh, okay, it's just like a regular boy going to the uh, village to sell coal. And then he comes back and it's just like his whole family slaughtered in cold blood. Yeah, zero to a hundred. And, uh, yeah, the... How he freaks out emotionally, you feel it. You're like, holy, what this guy's going through. Uh, his whole family's dead. Somehow he's strong enough to like go through it. Um, even the first fight before he gains any special abilities, wow. Yeah. Like yeah. right away, he uh, dodges through the trees and throws an axe up in the air ahead of time before it almost hits Tomioka in the head. It uh, opens up showing that he's, like, a tactician, right? Not just, like, raw strength. Mm-hmm. Um, like, he thinks in battle. And uh, even right from the get-go, like, after his family slaughtered, it's like, okay, your, your sister's a demon, and you're, like, fighting her off, uh, trying to defend yourself from her, right? Mm-hmm. Um, She's gonna eat you alive. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, overall, the plot, uh, it's not the most deep plot uh, yet yet I mean that's a thing I don't want to say too much because it's just the beginning we're gonna definitely get more than a couple seasons of this right we're no probably... there's for sure a lot of uh plot points kind of just waiting to spring out in the background I feel yeah. like especially how Tanjiro's father is kind of shrouded in mystery like who he is what did he do how is he related to the demon slayers yeah. uh he was uh the main antagonist Kubitsuchi's possible main rival and enemy you know something happened between them for sure, I'm just saying, based on what we've seen so far, it's not the most, uh, I guess, complex, right, so far. It's focused Obviously, on uh, just Tanjiro's development as a warrior yeah. at this point. Exactly, yeah, just developing more the, I guess, physical skills of the character, but we do get some backstory of the characters, obviously. Um, oh yeah, to a certain degree. And there is an, an, an air of mystery that's there. I feel like Inosuke's origins are still kind of uh, up in the air. Yeah, he has probably the least uh, backstory so far of the three, um, of Tanjiro, Zenitsu, and Inosuke, right? They did a short uh, blip on kind of like where he came from. Like he was dropped off and raised by wild animals. Yeah. Uh, or whatever, to kind of left behind. But that's all you get. Like, you see more of Zenitsu's origins, where he was trained by a former Hashira as well. Exactly. Similar to uh, Tanjiro. Tanjiro, but he's uh, kind of like a flunk. 
Like, he's, uh, but he's also a genius, like, kind of like how in martial arts they say, uh, do not fear he who knows a thousand moves, fear who knows one move and practiced it a thousand times. Yeah, exactly. He's the, embo- he's the embodiment yeah. of that proverb, where he's only really good at one move, but that's all he needs to kill anyone. Yeah, so instead of having the multiple breathing techniques... He just has the one breathing techniques and he's like multiplies it. Right? Wow. <laughs> so awesome to watch. Yeah. Especially during the humanoid spider demon conflict where Zenitsu was put on the on the fire to like perform against this spider demon. And, uh, you know, he knocks himself out and he goes into combat mode and uh, he's able to pull a win, but like just barely surviving. Like he almost dies and gets shrinked yeah. into a spider demon. Between, uh, uh, that and the fight with the guy with the drums, those are probably the two most intense, uh, scenes, right? The drum fight was extremely yeah. intense. That demon that uses Tatamaki. But, uh, yeah, let's just talk about the visuals now. First thing you notice when you turn the show on is how absolutely incredible the animation and cinematography is. Crisp. Uh, Very crisp combat. Even just the scenes where they're walking around. The background visuals and backdrops, they look beautiful. Like, artistically drawn masterpieces, landscape shots, overhead shots... Uh, shots from uh, far back, far forward, close up to the character's face. Uh, the uh, camera spinning in circles during the Tamiyaka of uh, the drum demon fight. You really feel the disorientation of the characters it's in that in, fight. It's intense. Yeah. And then obviously lights and shadows, like the dark swamp under the ground demon. Uh, whenever there's fire, you know, it just looks crisp. The lighting is good. Character designs look great yeah, as well. But probably the best out of everything is the animation done on the breathing techniques. Uh, Tanjiro's water technique in particular is just so beautifully drawn. I remember watching it next to my girlfriend and she just glances over and just sees like the special move. And, you know, you have to, uh, even if you don't watch anime, admire how beautifully drawn they're done, right? Mm-hmm. And how fluid the movements are oh during the combat God. scenes. Wow, yeah. eh? That was incredible. That was incredible. Even even the stabbing move he does, and then the droplets of water hitting a wall of water in front of him, like, goo, 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 and you yeah. see the circles popping out, like, wow. That was incredible. Uh, even the uh, rivers, like the flowing water, uh, stepping in puddles, how the water is just animated, flowing. It looks real almost, like, even with the drawn animation on, on top of it. Um, I wanted to ask you a question, though. Um, do you think they could have done more with how they designed the demons? The demons? Uh, yeah. I mean, they're probably not the coolest. They could have made them more startling, but after watching shows or reading manga like Berserk, I guess you have a, a high a standard for like, for, like, what the demons look like, yeah, right? Like, hyper-realistic. Some, some fucked-up-looking demons. Their combat abilities were really cool and interesting, though, and, like, innovative, but the way they looked was, like, nothing, uh, it, uh, it creative, super creative, I guess you could say, yeah. but it got the job done, and I, you know what I noticed, too, just want to say one thing, too, the demons, they always had some sort of, like, tragic backstory, yeah, that was the point, I think, of it. And they even have certain moves that they use that it's like, oh, you can give them, like, a peaceful death. 
Yeah. Uh, because I, I think the point is, is that uh, the main uh, villain, he's turned them all from humans to demons. So they have a tragic past and it kind of, he plays on people's weaknesses and turns them into a demon, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of feel sympathy for the villains in the show. Even when they're have killed and eaten people, like they're still like redeemable. Yeah. So what did you think about the OP of this anime? I think it was nice to see rock or like a metal sounding OP for once. Uh, I think we get a lot of just like softer sounding or uh, really super anime sounding OPs, but it's nice to hear some like rock chords get you excited for the episode, right? Mm-hmm. huge big chorus and a huge big high note right in the beginning of the song too so it gets you hyped yeah. for the combat and even the visuals of the OP shows Tanjiro being knocked to the floor <laughs> gritting his teeth together <laughs> looking pissed off and getting up and just being like is it an anime OP without running right away no like, it's running lots of running, running sprinting <laughs> yeah, sp- running from death freaking <laughs> out um, and then in the show to the uh, music creates a really great ambiance to make it feel like you're in old Japan. They know? went for the more feudal sounding soundtrack, like uh, during the actual show. Um, Asian but, uh, ensemble choirs yeah. in the background, traditional instruments. Um, so there's some, you know, there's still the guitar here and there too, right? But but um, I find only like the main battle theme is like the only. Uh, like mute song that's super rememberable from the soundtrack it does its job well but you're not gonna like remember individual tracks and be like oh i love this one yeah it, it, a lot of it sounds the same it's just to create ambiance yeah. you know you're gonna if you're gonna remember any songs from this uh ost it would be the opening and ending songs i think that would be about it. But you know what? The music does do its job. It's not bad. It's not that it's bad. I'm just saying it's not memorable. It's not going to be like uh, a Naruto soundtrack or a, Seven. Yeah, where you're, oh, I remember this song and this multiple songs from this OST, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like maybe they could have done more, but uh, you can see where the budget went with this show, right? Like, yeah, I've seen a lot yeah. of like comments online and memes about people kind of making fun of the show, like, "All we got is visuals and shit." Uh, those That's kind not of true. Comments. Though. I disagree. Uh, I think it's also like maybe just a joke, but uh, a lot of people, I guess, kind of feel that way sometimes with new shows uh, that uh, it's all visuals, not plots, but. At the same time, does every show need to be a crazy psychological thriller or, you know, an extremely deep plot that you're asking so many questions and you have to dissect? Mm-hmm. Where it's like a convoluted mess. Yeah. It's nice sometimes to have a simple, clear, concise plot. Exactly. And just enjoy the combat for what it is, you know? Give me a break from, like, the Evangelions of the world, you know? Like, give me something easy to digest and make sense, and, like, you can enjoy the characters, too, because they're good, you That's know? one of the reasons I like watching, like, shows like Dragon Ball Z sometimes, because it's just, like, you want to throw it on, and uh, you don't really care about the plots. You just want to see uh, some fights, Mm-hmm. really well animated fighting yeah which is show brings to the table hard so if you're a fan of shonen you're gonna love this so i want to know your hopes and uh dreams for next season what do you want to see out of demon my slayer my dreams yeah. uh the hope for my dreams 
is uh, I hope to see more of Inosuke on screen, more of him fighting, more just... I felt like when we got to the uh, Spider Forest combat set arc portion of the arc... It was like he used a breathing technique move right in the beginning. He It was revealed that he has like a tracking sonar-like technique where he can find enemies. Yeah, like the guy, so, he's got the Byakugan. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> this show takes a lot of ideas, doesn't it? I don't know, did it make you feel like Bleach, this show? It made me, because uh, I watched all of Bleach, right? So I watched the show and I was like... This show feels like Bleach. I guess because they're demon slayers too in Bleach, right? Yeah. In a way, right? And like, they're also like in Shihaka shows with swords, magic swords with yeah. different abilities. But anyways, back to what I was saying. Inosuke, I want to see more of him, period. Yeah, I want to see uh, more of his fighting style. He has a, a very interesting fighting style, uh, different than all the other characters in the show, I guess. But there's also the other ha- uh, Hashiras, right? They're all going to have their own different fighting technique that we're going to get to see, which is going to be re- really exciting. That's the main um, thing, I feel like, because in, uh, in this first season, the person you see fight the most, really, is Tanjiro, yeah. and a little bit of Nesuko sprinkled in here and there. And then the two scenes with Zenitsu. Mm-hmm. And then here, and again, you get a throwaway clip of someone using a move, other than Tanjiro. So that's my main hope for the next season. What do you feel? For me personally, I want to see more of Nezuko. I think she's uh like she didn't get too many like fight scenes, but like what she did, like you or your jaw's always dropping when she's getting in the fight. Like it's crazy. The kicks, like when she kicks the uh dodgeball or uh I forgot the exact name they call it in uh Japanese, but it's pretty much like a dodgeball. The tamaris. Right? Yeah, tamaris, like uh, when she kicks it back at the uh, demon, and they're like, don't kick it. And like first, it just like cuts her leg off. Then when she goes back at it, she just keeps kicking it back harder and harder. Like, I want to see more of those crazy when moments with her. When it blew her leg off, <laughs> I was in shock. <laughs> I was in shock. I actually yelled out loud. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no way. They blew her leg off with that. And then it grows back, I guess, because she's a demon. Yeah, so. but still, like I like when the show... Uh, I want the show to give me more of those moments when it just makes you say something out loud. Wow, you know, like, uh, like when in the beginning of the scene, uh, the doctor's assistant gets his head blown <laughs> off by the ball right away. Like, yeah. it just shows like the bla- like the outline of him getting beheaded and Tandro going, Dah! yeah, like, yeah, you know? wow. That was a crazy scene, bro. It always, grows back. it always grows back, but... His head, his head grew back. Yeah. <laughs> it was so... It was, like, animated beautifully, but it would look so disgusting. Like, oh, I was yeah. like, oh my god, this guy's stump is regrowing. Um, I want to see more of uh, Zenitsu's, like, plot... Uh, character progression uh i want him to stop being so annoying because he is like a little bit annoying like they do overdo like even when he goes to the uh place where that's giving him the medicine the butterfly mansion he's still like bitching the whole time and i get like that's his joke and that's his character but like it's a lot it's for like a long periods of time he's bitching and it gets annoying sometimes so i'd like to see him like progress out of that stage and become like uh i guess useful friend to uh, Tangio, I'm sure they're gonna do that. I mean, I guess it's an interesting take on the womanizer character because <laughs> yeah. instead of a cool womanizer, he's like a loser, yeah, like pitiful, yeah, like a pitiful but obsessed with women, yeah, he's looking for the pity fuck. Ah, <laughs> oh my god, 
It's just, it gets really irritating. Yeah. Even when he's introduced, he's just crying and repeating, we're going to all die anyway. Just like, hopefully this pessimistic outlook that this character has develops into like a more full-bodied, well-rounded character later on in season two, probably through more harsh experiences, like what he went through during the spider forest fight. Yeah. Like in Nosuke, like, actually, sorry to go back to what you are saying about Nosuke and like his, that whole point in the spider, arc was for him to get defeated and kind of like knock his ego down because he was so cocky right mm-hmm. uh, and then he went da- he down spiraled into like being depressed yeah so after his like time to like shine kind of was in the uh drum arc uh mm-hmm. the drum guy arc yeah he he kicked ass there where uh then in this arc was to take his ego down so now he's probably gonna progress even farther because his ego has been notched down a little bit and him and Zenetsu both caught up with Tanjiro at the end to they all broke the gourds with their breathing techniques it's more of a healthy competition than a like oh we're we're fighting each other uh, to get better like no we're all working together now to get better right mm-hmm. when they all blew the gore they're all you know everyone's celebrating together. Be- everyone's become comrades even Inosuke at this point like likes Tanjiro and has become his comrade instead of wanting to fight him all the time he sees him as like oh he's progressing farther than me and that's when Inosuke and Zenitsu man up and start doing the training as well and they catch up with Tanjiro Tanjiro passes on the knowledge to them that he got from the head of the house. Yeah, so overall, we're uh, super excited for season two. We're super excited for the movie, which did incredibly well, knocked Spirit Away out of number one. And uh, it's actually titled Mugen Train, I think. So it's a direct uh, pickup from the end of season one. But it's not available, I don't think, on any streaming platforms yeah, right now. We're going to have to wait to watch it, yeah. Uh, I'm so excited. I want to watch it right now, but what are yeah. we going to do? Hmm. All right. Uh, see you guys next time for uh, we're gonna do an episode on Evangelion reboot movies with uh, guest uh, speakers Mustafa and Valdet. And yeah, we're gonna ta- we're gonna talk about what we hope for Evangelion three point zero plus one point zero since it's been pushed back. Um, you know, we've marathoned these movies recently. It's fresh, so we're just gonna talk about what we hope to see in the next movie. And what we liked about those movies. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next time. You can find the Malone Bros on Instagram at the Malone Bros. Make sure to DM for any topic suggestion. Now available on all listening platforms.